0: Ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. If you are new here, welcome. Maybe this is the very first episode that you have ever dove into here at Healthy Hormones for Women. And if that's the case, there are 157 episodes that you can binge listen to. We have so many episodes So much great content, so many amazing guest speakers. And if you're looking for support with health and hormones and weight loss and nutrition, there is literally no shortage of that over here. You can also head on over to my website, holisticwellness.ca lots of delicious recipes that you can grab over there and lots of great information as well. We have some amazing online programs that you can dive into as well. Our Healthy Hormones for Women online program could be a really great place to start. We dive through all of the fundamentals when it comes to your health and your hormones. So liver detoxification and gut health and blood sugar and adrenal health. And it really is a really good starting point if you're feeling a little bit lost. And then if you're looking to up-level and really want to dive in one-on-one and you're maybe more interested in hormone testing and really gathering some data, especially if you've been in a place where you feel like you are doing all the right things, but the needle is just not moving, then come join us inside our Dutch Hormone Program, which is going to be renamed to the Hormone Solution Program. So uh, we're just in the process of actually updating our website and revamping a few things, and that will be officially announced. I don't really know when, but soon, sometime in the near future. But our Dutch Hormone Program is a 12-week coaching program where you work with my team, and you work with a naturopath, and you actually do your Dutch hormone testing. And this will really give you some clear data and feedback as to what's going on with your sex hormones, your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone, your DHEA, your cortisol levels. We can really see what's going on with adrenals overall and your cortisol curve and how much cortisol or how little cortisol you're producing throughout the day. We can also look at organic acids. We can look at melatonin production, so we can really hone in on sleep. And there's just so many things we can see Through the dutch hormone test and so we start you off with the test and then after your results come in we get you connected with our naturopathic doctor and you will have a zoom consult with her she will take you through the interpretation of your dutch test so that you can really understand what's going on what's high what's low what really needs attention and support and then you will be passed off to your own personalized nutrition coach, where they're going to customize everything for you, protocols, nutrition, lifestyle, based on what we see with your Dutch hormone testing. So it's a really comprehensive program. And if you're looking for support there, you can learn more about the program at holisticwellness.ca forward slash Dutch program. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, if you're looking for one-on-one support, also, I should mention, come follow me on Instagram at holistic wellness foodie, because there's tons of information over there and i post pretty much on the daily and i'm always in my stories and giving you behind the scenes of what i'm up to but i share lots of delicious recipes and some really great tips and strategies to support your health and your hormones so join me over there i love connecting with you guys there and i love it when you share the episodes and you share the podcast and you tag me or you're recreating the recipes and it just really means a lot so i really I really appreciate that. So thank you. So let's dive into our episode today. I'm so excited. I'm interviewing one of my girlfriends, Jenny, AKA coach JVB. She is a renowned body transformation specialist for over 15 years. She's the president of strong fitness magazine and three times a fitness cover model while she's made a definitive mark on the fitness industry. She's entered it with humble beginnings and her fair share of struggle battling and eating disorder. Almost filing for bankruptcy and multiple miscarriages to rise to where she is now, and the quest to heal herself led her to forming Team Strong Girls, a community of women helping women ascend their lives to new heights. She truly believes that fitness is a vessel to help women feel strong, confident, and empowered in their bodies and their lives. Jenny has also launched a podcast, Find Your Strong, where she dives deep into personal stories of how health and fitness have helped women change their lives and find their strength and find their purpose. Jenny and her husband have been happily married for eight years and have two beautiful boys, Jackson and Logan, and a chihuahua named Samuel. And they are all just adorable. And her kids are so sweet. And I've only seen them, I think, once in the past year with all that's been going on with the pandemic. But I met Jenny through Gaytan, my very, very soon-to-be husband, because we're getting married in a couple of weeks, which is so exciting. Uh, But I met Jenny and her husband through Gaytan, and he has known them for many, many years. And uh, that's how we connected, and that's how we met, and we've been friends ever since. And I'm so excited to welcome her to our podcast today. We talk about what inspired Jenny to become a body transformation coach, We dive into a little bit of her history with dance and how that really led to a battle with an eating disorder. We talk about her miscarriages and how that led her to take a deeper look into her hormone health. And we also talk about how her lifestyle shifted prior to the miscarriages and having children and, you know, what that looked like before and after. And then we also talk about her role as president over at Strong Fitness Magazine and how her life has shifted since taking on that role. So it's a really fun podcast and I really hope you enjoy it. And if you head on over to our show notes, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 157. You will find a link there to subscribe to strong fitness magazine if you're interested of course and there is a discount code to get your subscription and that discount code is strong girl and you can enter that over at the link and the link is very long i'm not going to say it here that's why you got to head on over to the show notes to grab that link so let's dive into our podcast today i really hope you enjoy this episode with jenny coach jvb
1: Hi, Jenny. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today. Hi, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. It's going to be super fun. Mm -hmm. And
0: before we dive in, I would love it if you can share with our audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do.
1: Yes. So I've been helping women live more confidently in their bodies for over 15 years now. I own a company called Team Strong Girls, and I also own Strong Fitness Magazine. Uh, I've actually recently made the shift in helping entrepreneurs solely. Um, I feel like when we evolve in, in our own business and grow, we start to attract people who align with each other. So I made this switch to help entrepreneurs get fit, gain strength, gain confidence, and feel empowered in their bodies and uh, their busy, busy lives. And we always celebrate with a photo shoot for themselves or for their brand. This is what I've been doing for many, many years now. We always celebrate with a photo shoot. I just feel like women don't celebrate themselves enough. Um, And it's such an empowering, incredible feeling to do for yourself. I'm sure you know that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been. That's what I've been doing. Awesome. I know you wear many, many hats, and
0: I've known you for years. And uh, seeing the evolution of your business and everything that you do, and it's it's really beautiful to be able to watch that and witness that as your friend. And so there's lots of good sure. stuff we're going to dive into today, which I'm really excited for. And I'd love to start off with kind of taking it back because yeah. I know at a very young age you were in dance. And Mm. I mean, I was in dance, but not like the way that you were. I know you were like a little bit more competitively with it. And um, so I'd love to just hear about that journey because I'm sure there's tons of positives that came out of it, but also probably lots of negatives as well. So I'd love to hear, you know, what that was like.
1: Yeah. I started dance when I was four years old and um, I loved ballet I got pretty serious in the ballet world and I danced for the National Ballet School of Canada for two years. And that was, it was awesome. And it was, you know, it really showed me the, just the, like the motivation that these girls had. And it was just like what they poured into every single day. I remember just like going on a Saturday, sitting there and just watching these girls practice pirouettes. Nonstop for an hour. And it just taught me so much about, you know, just their drive. And I mean, I feel like I carry that in my life now, Uh, it was very, very strict. I had, you know, my dance teacher constantly, you know, tell me to tuck my tummy in. And uh, one time in particular, she told me that I had to stop running and I was a fast runner. So I was also in track and field. And she said, I'd have to stop running because my quads were overdeveloped. So all these things, you know, at an early age can Mm -hmm. definitely impact the way that you feel about yourself and your body. Um, And I do feel like this did have a really big impact to me because I did have, you know, body dysmorphia issues, and I ended up having an eating disorder. And when you look back on, you know, your childhood and everything leading up to that, you know, you you can sort of pinpoint what had happened. Right. One of the reasons why I started Strong Girls is so that women focus on strength and not about weight loss and getting smaller. Right. Um, and that's what I feel like maybe my first. My first little light bulb went off, you know, uh, at a young age. Of this isn't this isn't the way that I want to feel about myself. Right. right. That, that's carried into um, how I started Strong Girls. Now,
0: yeah, that's a really powerful story. I'm sure that a lot of women can relate to that, and perhaps even mothers right now who have young young girls who are, you know, maybe in competitive dance or mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure that's put on you from such a young age.
1: So much pressure to
0: perform. And, you know, like sure, it taught you a lot of discipline. Absolutely. Which, you know, which you have now, but at the same time, it, it, yeah, it definitely takes a toll on you, like physically, mentally, emotionally from like a diet perspective, even from a young age, was there like a lot of talk about what to eat and don't eat this and, you know, being in dance?
1: Yeah. At a young age, I was hearing my fellow girls in my dance class they were on a diet already, like a soup diet. And they were like 9, 10, 11 years old. Wow. And, you know, I don't know if you experienced this too, but m- like my mom and my aunt and my grandmother, they were always on a diet as well. Mm. It was just part of the culture. Like I remember learning about rice diets and cabbage soup diets and, and banana diets. Like I, I, pr- I tried them, you know, at a young age because- yeah especially in dance, you are judged on your physique. You're judged on your body all the time. For
0: sure. Yeah. I, and again, I'm, I know there's so many women who can relate listening to this right now, that it's like, yeah, I grew mm-hmm. up in a household where my mother mm-hmm. was on a, you know, on and off a diet. And I'm so not trying to like generalize, but so many of us have been, have been through that, you know, and we've witnessed so many of our mothers and, and fathers too, you know, it definitely happens with men. It's just, I know in, in most cases, we tend to see it with, with a lot of our mothers growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's what inspired you to become really a body transformation coach. And I'm assuming, yeah, yeah, like that's kind of how, how that journey began, right? Like you really want to flip the switch on what
1: women are being taught. Absolutely. Like that's that when I look back, that's really how it all started. And then, um, at around age 18, I decided to go and, um, and, and get certified in my personal training to help, you know, train people while I was in university. So I would wake up really early, train my clients from like six to eight, and then go to university, come back and train again from like, you know, seven till nine o'clock at night. I had a very busy, busy schedule. Um, And that was also when I started to get really engulfed in the fitness bodybuilding world because I would see all the other trainers, they were training for fitness shows and they were, you know, training for photo shoots. And that really intrigued me. But at the same time, I was getting a lot of bad advice from them. You know, what I had to eat, what I shouldn't eat, how I had to train. I mean, I remember this one girl who looked fantastic to me at the time, you know, she was like muscular and lean but I would see her like run on the treadmill for like 45 minutes and then she would work out and then she would run on the treadmill again. And I saw that she was eating and counting. And I was like, I love the way she looked aesthetically. And that's why it really, you know, I, I was so intrigued and I asked what she was doing and she told me, and then I started doing the same thing and it took it a little too far. I remember one day in particular I was training a client and I had fainted on the gym floor oh, no. because I was under eating. Mm. I was overdoing cardio and that was really my wake up call. That was my aha moment where I was like this isn't healthy. Uh you know, I'm here I am teaching people how to work out and and eat right and I was the unhealthiest person in the room. So I knew something had to change at that moment. That's when I decided to go back to school for holistic nutrition and really learn how to fuel my body with with the right nutrients and not be afraid of food. Right. And to not cut out full food groups like carbs mm-hmm. and not to be afraid of calories. And that's also when I started training hard training smarter, not harder. So really like learning to lift weights and shape the body and and you know, stop the excess cardio that I was doing like the double day cardios and throwing out the scale, not weighing myself anymore. And this process, I I call it finding my strong because it's really when I did find my strong. And that's when that is the turning point when I started Strong Girls. And because I didn't want any woman to feel the way that I had felt about, you know, so focused on not eating and getting smaller and getting smaller because it's really there's Nowhere to go from there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's when Team Strongles was born. That's awesome. Well, my next question, I was gonna ask you,
0: what are some of the things in the fitness industry that make you cringe? And I mm-hmm. I'm sure excessive cardio is is one of those things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the double day cardio, you're just training your body to do more, to do more and more, and to do more to lose fat. Mm-hmm. Right. So the excess cardio can also really damage your, your metabolism, you know, especially if you're not fueling your body properly. So, um, I've seen this a lot with girls that have competed on stage, you know, they've done one show after another, and then all of a sudden their body just stops responding and they, it's hormones, most likely, you know, it's hormones and you can probably speak to this, Sam, um, but their body just stops responding and their metabolism slows right down and they start putting on the weight and they're still doing what they were doing and they're so frustrated because nothing's happening. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of metabolic damage that happens at at that point. Yeah,
1: and I've seen it time and time Mm -hmm. time
0: again with clients too who've been through that journey and up and down of shows and gaining and losing and gaining and losing and they get to a point where, yeah, what they've done in the past is no longer working for them now. And it's just a, you know, it's a real challenge to get back to that metabolic flexibility and
1: and sustainability. Absolutely. It's like where your body just gets mad at you. doesn't want to respond anymore. For sure. Um, So I, I, a lot of girls that have come from that world have trained under me and it's, and it's really just about giving them more food, Mm -hmm. (laughs) teaching them how to eat properly and, you know, lessening the load on their body. So, you know, cutting down the cardio, cutting down the workout times. um, And that's usually over time, very effective. That's awesome. So I'd love to dive
0: into just some strategies and some advice that you can give to our listeners who are wanting to kickstart their journey with maybe weight training. And we do have a lot of women in our community that always come and ask about, you know, fat loss and weight loss and all of that. And like, it's always so bio-individual and i always tell women that you know there's there's multiple things that make up this puzzle right it's not just like go eat this and you're magically going to lose weight there's there's so many pieces here that make up the puzzle and so i would love it if you can maybe just list out some strategies and some advice for women who are really wanting to start on this weight loss
1: journey and looking to do it in a really healthy sustainable way absolutely so you know if you want to start, you have to start with the food first. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, this, I mean, I say it's about 90% of the battle when you're trying to drop body fat. So we have to know how much we're actually eating. So this is where I, I find when, you know, somebody comes in uh, to get coached and they, and they say to me, Jenny, I'm eating super clean all the time, but I just, I don't know what's going on. And they give me their diet. They are eating, they're eating whole foods most of the time but they don't know how much they're eating. So I get my clients to do that work at the beginning, meaning they need to know the portion sizes. And the only way to know portion sizes is to actually measure your food. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this for life, but you right. do have to do it at the beginning to to know like, what your plate should look like totally. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So when you do that work over time and you actually know how much you're putting in your body. Um, and you have a coach to figure out that for you, meaning, meaning they're, they're actually providing you a plan with the appropriate amounts for you. So you're in a caloric deficit that over time is going to help you drop the weight. And once you get there, there is going to be strategies that, uh, we would teach you on how to maintain that where you don't have to always be measuring and weighing your food, of course, right? So that's number one is to know how much you're eating because you could be eating all the good things, very clean. But if you don't know how much you're eating, that's probably why you're stalled um, or not seeing any progress. And then with weights, I really believe, especially after becoming a mom myself, that less is more. So I used to, you know, work out an hour a day or even longer. You had all the time in the world before. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. But I actually saw my body change more the less I did, you know? So again, work out smarter, not harder. So I suggest, you know, if you're new to weightlifting, try it. 3 times a week, maybe bump it up to 4 times a week, giving you those rest days in between cuz those rest days are really going to allow your body to, you know, recoup and and I like to say rest is when your body actually makes those changes. Totally. Yeah. So you don't have to look at it like, okay, oh my gosh, I have to work out for an hour or two a day. No. 3 to 4 times a week. You know, try to get some movement in every day because that's really good for digestion and just those feel good endorphins. But of course, for weights, three to four times a week, you can start there. That's really good. Yeah,
0: that's a good starting point because mm-hmm. I think a lot of women are just like, I'm going in this full four seven days a week, you know, yep. or even maybe six days a week. And it's just like, go, 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 go. And just you overdo it. And then you get so depleted and you're so exhausted. And then you end up, you know, going down the cycle of, this isn't for me or this doesn't work. I can't do this. And it's like, no, it's because
1: you're you're not doing it in a sustainable way. Absolutely. You're going to burn out. Yeah. Right. It's like a diet. If you're going to do an extreme diet, you're not going to be able to sustain or maintain that for life. Totally. Absolutely.
0: So I'd love to switch gears a little bit. You've been really open with talking about your journey with miscarriages. And I really acknowledge you for that because, you know, through sharing your story, you really empower so many other women. And so I'd love it if you can share a little bit with us here today, you know, what happened there and, you know, your your journey through that and how I know that led you to look a lot deeper into into your hormonal health. I know we've talked about it numerous times. Yes. So yeah, if you can share a little bit about that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'd look at those experiences now as a blessing because it did allow me to dig deeper into my own health. And as a fitness and health professional, you almost think that like you're doing everything right. So you don't, you you're when something goes wrong with your body, it's like, okay, this can't be true. right? Um, but it does, it allowed me to dig deeper. So when I had Jackson, my first son, um, you know, after, after having him, I was always so, so tired. And I just, you know, thought it's because I'm a new mom. It's because I'm not sleeping well. Right. And again, as a fitness professional, I would still do my workouts. I'd make myself do them just because that was just the habit that I had, but I was completely exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I think that really this had something to do with, um, you know, my getting pregnant for the second time. I finally was ready to start for my. For my second, and we got pregnant pretty quickly. I remember going in and getting the first ultrasound, and she had a hard time finding the heartbeat, but she eventually did. And then I was getting all the regular pregnancy symptoms—you know, low, really low energy because I had low energy to start with, mm-hmm. and you know, feeling nauseous and that sort of thing. And when we went back for my 12-week ultrasound, unfortunately, the baby had stopped uh, developing around eight weeks. So this was a complete shock because it's called a missed miscarriage uh, where you, your body still thinks it's very pregnant and you don't have any clue until you actually go in for the ultrasound. So that was quite devastating. I remember it being around Christmas and I had all these, you know, photos planned for it. Um, For sure. Obviously not the case. And, you know, it was quite a shock, but it really allowed me like As a fitness professional, I was like, okay, there's something going on. Like, you know, I want to dig deeper. I reached out to you. Mm -hmm. And this is when you're like, you need a full, you need to do your blood work. Yeah. (laughs) You need to do a full thyroid panel, your blood work, your hormones, the Dutch test. Mm -hmm. And I started to do that. But then I also got pregnant again quickly Mm -hmm. (laughs) right after that. Yeah. And I knew there was something wrong this time because I didn't really have a lot of symptoms. And, and I mean, that's not always the case. Sometimes you just don't have symptoms. I mean, every pregnancy is different. Um, but I did have a feeling and I did end up losing that baby at, um, around like the six week mark. So it was fairly, fairly early. Right. Um, but yeah, so I did all of those tests. I really, I did them all myself because mm-hmm. I didn't really want to wait until I got into a fertility clinic. Right. So I went through an ND, yep. uh, you suggested a few to me and, yep. uh, Dr. Not. Nad- yeah, specifically, mm-hmm. she did the tests, and we found out that I had low progesterone. Which, as we know, yeah, we <laughs> need that for <laughs> the baby to survive in that first twelve weeks, right? Yeah. So, um, I started to do some, uh, you know, a little, little bit of an overhaul with my nutrition uh, supplementation, and then I also added in some progesterone cream, and it helped because when I got pregnant the third time, uh, I had a successful baby and Mm -hmm. he's two and a half now, Logan, he's crazy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I am thankful because now I know, like I I even went to get further tests recently because I knew, you know, my periods were really short again. Mm -hmm. Um, and I knew the symptoms of low progesterone. So now I'm back on progesterone cream just to lengthen my cycle. Yeah. Um, So I am thankful for those experiences and I can, um, you know, offer advice and support to other women going through this as well. That's, that's really great. And I so
0: appreciate you sharing that. And for anybody listening, don't run out and buy progesterone cream, Uh (laughs) (laughs) please get tested and work with someone because we don't want to do damage you know, our hormones are very sensitive. So this is what worked for Jenny. And, you know, again, we're, we're also different. So it might Absolutely. be something that you need, but again, we we don't know that unless we look at yeah. testing and, and dive in a little bit deeper. So like, what did you really do differently in your health regimen or nutrition? You said, you know, you were changing
1: things up with your nutrition. Um, yeah. Like what, what did that look like? Yeah. So I added a lot more healthy fats I was eating avocado, coconut oil, very high-quality saturated fats. Awesome. Um, I changed up the quality of my water. You know, I I I was realizing I was drinking out of plastic mm-hmm. <laughs> most of the time, so I I changed to glass and even uh, sourced my water from um, actually the the water company you suggested. Yeah, Cedar Springs. <laughs> Cedar Springs. And uh, changed a lot of the products I was using on my body. So like creams and, and, and my makeup um, to non-toxic. So I really did an overhaul uh, in my life. And then I also supplemented And I also did um, some acupuncture as well, which is to help with progesterone levels. Yeah. Yeah. So I added in more vitamin C. um, I added in more magnesium. Um, I mean, for me, I was taking a prenatal all this time, but Sometimes a prenatal is not enough, right? You, right. you have to get tested. Um, I was very low in iron, so I got my iron levels up as well. So it's super important to dig deep and get tested, you know, for all your vitamins, all your minerals, as well as your hormone levels. Yeah, absolutely. It makes such a big difference.
0: And then you're not guessing, you know, you can be mm-hmm. more strategic with with what it is you're taking. So yeah, that's great. And you have two beautiful boys. They're so
1: sweet. Yeah. Yeah. They're six and two and a half. So we're doing the homeschool thing with the six and a half year old because yep. we're in Ontario. We're still in lockdown. So that's, uh, that's fun, but yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. They're so sweet. Love Little love boys. Them.
0: <laughs> so let's switch gears. I know your life has taken quite the shift in the past year or so. Um, with becoming the president of Strong Fitness Magazine, which is mm-hmm. so exciting. So how did that come about? And you know, how has your life shifted since taking on that new role?
1: It has shifted. <laughs> it <laughs> I has bet. totally shifted because you know you're you thought you were busy before, but then running like two separate companies, we're we are blending them more together now, which is awesome. But um I mean we yeah, we stopped in our. Like I stepped in as president, my husband's a CEO, we're running a full company with the staff. Um, so that's been definitely, definitely a big shift in our everyday life, but it's been awesome. I mean, I'm all about telling storytelling, you know, all about telling stories about my clients and this platform allows me to do more of that. Uh, I mean, one of our strong girls methods is aspire to inspire sharing your journey because you never know who you're going to inspire when you share your journey. Totally. And uh, this magazine is all about strong women supporting each other and sharing their journey and their obstacles and their wins. And uh, we've been around since 2013 on shelves. We have about six issues a year as well as a special issue. And it's awesome. I just absolutely love it. That's amazing. I love that. And yeah.
0: you know what? So let's just talk about your day to day, like what that looks like and maybe some of your non-negotiables mm-hmm. that, you know, you are just are a must have in order for you to maintain like your health and your well-being because you definitely do have a busy schedule. So, what does that kind of yeah. look like day to day?
1: Yeah, so one of the things that have changed um with my day to day really recently is I wake up at um, just before six, and I get my workout in right away at six a m to like six forty five, and then I'll do some work before the kids get up. I used to sleep until my youngest would get up just so I would have that time because I'm a big believer in at least getting seven hours of sleep, right. Um, and as a mom, it's sometimes, you know, unpredictable when your kids are gonna be waking up in the middle of the night. So, They've gotten into a really good sleep schedule now. There's been no excuses. And Mm -hmm. just with the lockdown and Jackson at home and the homeschooling, I had to sort of rejig my schedule. And I know a non negotiable for me is, you know, working out. I I need to get my workout in the day. It just makes me a better human, a better mom, a happier person. (laughs) You know how that feels. So I work out in the morning and then I get some work done. My kids wake up. Um, we do the homeschooling thing usually till about 10 a.m. And then um, I work from 10 to 12. And I I work in blocks. And I even schedule time to just eat. Yep. (laughs) And little alarms go off on my phone just so I can stay on track for the day. Because if I don't do that, it doesn't get done, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm pretty sure you do this. You're in this too, where you're in Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting. So that's yes. pretty much what my days are. And then homeschooling, but I have a hard cut off at five o'clock, and I spend the evenings with my son. My sons from five till you know, 8 PM and I put them to bed every night and read their stories every night. So that's our time together. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I am.
0: Um, I'm all about the time block. Yeah. If it, I always say, if it's not scheduled, it's not real. Like it's not yeah, happening. You're it's, right. it's not happening. So, um, even with certain friends, you know, and they're like, yeah, can, you know, can we have a call or I'm just, yeah, I have like, I have to book that in. We can't just like, yeah. you know, randomly you throw just call out me. there. Yeah. No,
1: I'm like, Is we have such thing now. <laughs> We need to book it all in. Person.
0: It's, it's so wild. Um, yeah. Like it It just has to be in my schedule or otherwise.
1: Yeah. yeah it's not going to happen. And i will forget, you know, I can't just, yeah. I can't just. I think my, it's my, important as an entrepreneur too, because if you're working from home and you're answering to yourself, sometimes it's, if it's not in your schedule, it's just going to get pushed off and pushed totally. off. Yeah. So yeah. it's another source of accountability to have it in your schedule. <laughs> you know, t- time, I have my buzzer on my phone, like every time I need to switch to something else. So That's awesome. So key. The structure really is freedom. It
0: really is. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people might feel initially like, I don't know what the word is, but like constrained by it. But no, it's, it really is liberating when you, when I can Mm -hmm. look at my day and know exactly what's scheduled and what's happening when, and when I'm taking my break and when I can go walk the dog and like, and I, and then this way I get it all done. And at the end of the day, I just feel so like complete, like, okay, like I accomplished what I needed. Yeah. And you deserve the downtime. Yes, right? absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, before I let you go, one question, which I'm pretty sure I know the answer to, if there was one piece of equipment that you would recommend for women to get started with, with at-home workouts, um, one piece of something like weights, like what would it look like if you could recommend one thing for them to use for like an epic full body workout?
1: That would be the kettlebell. Yes,
0: <laughs> I knew that. (laughs) I know how much you love kettlebells. kettlebells.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have a full gym in the basement. We built that a while ago before COVID. So Mm -hmm. we, we lucked out, you know, I do a lot of um, video demos and stuff like that. So we actually needed it for our business, but becoming a mom, sometimes, sometimes you couldn't even get down there. And my kettlebell was my saving grace because you can do both a strength and metabolic workout in one a full body workout and it's you know targeting your core most of the time which is amazing and you can't cheat the bell mm-hmm. so I mean a lot of my workouts had to condense to like 15 20 minutes at you know, sometimes in my postnatal journey. And that would be the kettlebell. And it's so awesome. I love it so much. I do a lot of kettlebell workouts on my Instagram and Facebook, but yeah, it is the kettlebell. Awesome. Yeah. I knew that. I love the kettlebell.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I love it too. We we have a bunch in our basement and um, it's true. It's just like, if you're looking for a piece of at-home equipment that isn't going to take up a lot of space Mm -hmm. or you don't want to like, you know, you don't have a massive budget to spend on all of these things. Like you literally can do everything with just one kettlebell. It's pretty epic. I totally agree. Yeah. Oh, I know you agree. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. Let our audience know where they can find you and connect with you.
1: I know you also have your recent podcast. So tell us about that. Yeah, I I started my find your strong podcast. So that's on Apple podcast, pretty much all the the major podcast players it is on. And uh, it's just another avenue for me to, you know, share a little behind the scenes of the Strong Girl Body transformations and their journey and their success, as well as you know our contributors to our magazine and our awesome cover athletes. So I've been uh, it's been up since March and I have about thirty episodes. So I'm excited about that. You were on. You were. Yep. You were awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then you can find me on Coach JBB, like on Instagram, Coach underscore JBB or at team strong girls or if you want to check out the mag it's at strong fitness mag and i'll also include a link if you want to provide it in your show notes for with, sure. uh, a discount code for an, the an, a subscription to our magazine amazing yes you did send that over so i will be
0: sure to put that in the show notes and awesome. everyone can head over there to go grab it well thank you so much for being with me today it was great having this conversation thanks so much sam my pleasure chat soon Thank you so much, ladies, for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed my interview with Coach JVB. You can connect with her over on Instagram at coach underscore JVB. And you can also follow Strong Fitness Meg over on Instagram as well. And be sure to head on over to our show notes, holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 157. That's 157. There is a link there in the show notes that you can click on where you can go and subscribe to Strong Fitness Magazine. And if you're looking for a discount, we've got it for you. Enter the coupon code STRONGGIRL and that will give you a discount code to Strong Fitness Magazine online subscription. Thanks so much for being with us. I am so excited to connect with you every week. It always means so much. If you haven't left us a rating and a review, please do. It means a lot. It helps us reach more women all over the world and support them with their health and their hormones. And share us over on Instagram Instagram or Facebook or whichever social media platform you're using. Again, that also helps get the word out about our podcast. And again, connect and support more women globally. Thanks for being with me today. I'll chat with you all next week. Take care.